Hello and good afternoon. How are you doing today, Catherine? Good. How are you? Absolutely fantastic. I got to ask you, as we continue to do this every single year, we love weird stuff. And what is it about weird stuff that calms down our anxiety? You guys have got magic inside of this book. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, this book is full of the weirdest, wackiest stuff the world has to offer. Um, I, I don't know. I think weird stuff is like changes the way you feel about the world so from one moment you don't know something exists and then you open this book and you're like wow the whole world has changed i now know about this really weird thing i didn't know before the one thing that charges me up about this book is that when when young adults and younger read this book they're not on google reading that and i love the fact that they've got a book in their hand and it shows them and hopefully inspires them to use their own imaginations yeah, it's it's a, it's a great experience to just be able to flip through this book, open it to any page. We have incredible photos, and we have a team of photo editors who really spend a lot of time selecting the best images, the coolest stuff. We have writers working so hard on all of the facts and the stuff we put in here. Um, it is a really um, a labor of love, and I think um, – a lot more uh, rich than maybe what you could get from a quick Google search. Well, probably one of the biggest biggest shocks to me was I, I always thought you could see the Great Wall of China from space. Not so true, is it? Tell me something else I don't know about the Great Wall. I do know that parts of the Great Wall of China, this one is in my brain, um, were uh, that rice was used, um, sticky rice was used as part of the construction material in the Great Wall of China many, what? many, many, many years ago. What? <laughs> Sticky rice. I mean, the, you mean the stuff that we usually have for like sushi and stuff? Yeah, just just part just part of it though. Not oh not the whole wall. <laughs> oh, oh. Well, an, another thing that really I what I thought was so incredible was a leaf sheep. When I think of sheep, I think of sheep, you know, on, out on a farm. But this leaf sheep, I mean, what an amazing photograph you've got of this. Yeah, so the leaf sheep is a little sea slug um, that has a face that looks a lot like a sheep. It's very funny. Um, highly recommend looking it up. Um, and it looks like it has a body made out of leaves, but it is a sea slug, and it is only a little less than half an inch long, so it's super tiny. And the photo we have in the book is very, very much zoomed in. It's, it's much, much larger than the actual animal is. Um, I think it's quite cute. It's a, it's a very strange-looking creature. <laughs> Speaking of strange creatures, I, I, I love the way that doctors will, the, the rumble rump and the crunch roll. I've never seen a spider dance before, and I love spiders. Oh, you do? Yes, I do. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, the, these um, these little jumping spiders are um, are so fun. Um, and yes, the scientists have been naming their dance moves because they're so unique. When you put a book together like this, I mean, I'm, I want listeners to understand that, first of all, this book is eight and a half by 11 or a little bit larger, but it is hardcore when it comes to the cover. Are you guys pretty much speaking to the generations of 20 to 30 years from now? Because you know that this book will be in pristine shape even during that time period. <laughs> oh, I don't know. We're coming out with a new book every year, so who knows what we'll be doing in 20 or 30 years. <laughs> um, but this is a this is quite the tome. It is a big book, hardcover. Um, and I think built to last. So there's a lot in here um, that I think, I hope some of it will still be. You never know. A lot of stuff changes, um, and uh, but a lot of this stuff I think will still be still be weird and exciting. Well, being a part of that creative team, I mean, how is it that, you know, where, where is the cutoff point? Because there is so much weird in our weird lives. 
Yeah, it's tough. So part of my job is just to decide which weird stuff gets in the book and which weird stuff we don't put in the book or maybe we save for a different book. Um, and part of it is finding stuff that is weird enough. And then another part of it is just making sure that we have all of our bases covered. So within each continent, we want to represent a good number of different um, uh, different countries and then different ecosystems. So we want some deserts and rainforests. Yeah. We want a good mix of man-made stuff and natural stuff and so part of my job is to make sure the book feels diverse and um, not too much of the same type of things because you could find uh you could fill a whole book of of weird waterfalls from around the world there's a lot of them um and so part of what we want to do is make it feel like you open any page and there's something just totally different and fresh well even as an adult you make me feel like Ponce de Leon or or even Christopher Columbus I go in there to explore I'm going in there to learn something new even at my age yeah, I learn things every day when I when I work on this book, and I think um, one thing that I love about it is that because of the photos, you can really armchair travel and feel like you're seeing parts of the world that, especially for middle school kids, they may be too far away, not accessible right now, um, but you really can get a flavor of, of all of the also how big the world is and how many things there are to see in it. Now, I am here in the South, and we do have our beaches, and we boogie board all the time down in Charleston, but I've never heard of <laughs> volcano boarding. What the heck is that all about? <laughs> so it is kind of exactly what it sounds like. Um, there is a volcano um, called Cerro Negro in Nicaragua where you can rent a a sled essentially a board and sled down the side of a volcano Um, and I did have someone ask me uh, is the volcano erupting and no you're not sledding on lava it's this volcanic ash which turns out is is good for sledding so um, people do put on their safety goggles and their jumpsuits and and sled down it but it is it is a tourist attraction in the area you know the Twinkie has always been talked about as being the one thing that'll always be here but now now I've discovered inside this book the fruitcake will last over a hundred years as well (laughs) (laughs) yes um there's a fruit cake that has that was discovered in antarctica um i forget exactly how old but very 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 old 100 years or so and um and they found it and it's still as as they say edible i don't know would you try it (laughs) yeah you know what i would i would i would but it would be just a little bit of a nibble i would have to say just just let me let me just try just a little bite problem is i would probably like it and try to finish it <laughs> Sounds good to me. <laughs> You're, you might be braver than I am, but who knows? On, on a book project like this, does this? Is, I know that it comes out each year, but it's got to take more than a year to put something like this together. Yes. Yeah, so um, the our books take maybe a year and a year and a half, sometimes yeah. two, depending on on the book to put together. And so um, we work on this quite a while in advance, and then we um, keep our eye on the news. Every bit the reason why I keep coming back, because you're so up to date, and yet you take us back into this time period where it's like, really? you got to come back to this show. I love talking with you guys and sharing conversations. National Geographic Kids. That is great to hear. Excellent. Will you be brilliant today, okay? All right, you too.